Another thing is don't think that because you are good at grammar and, you know, you might have been spelling bee champion sometime in school or so you're good at grammar and spelling, that you're okay. You are not okay. You have been working with the same document for weeks, days, maybe months or years even for some, and you need that pair of fresh eyes. What if you could take charge of your publishing and then leverage your book to create financial freedom and leave a legacy? Wouldn't you want to find out just how to do that? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkiss, Porter Speaker, Coach, Author of Podcast Power and the host of the Entrepreneurial You Podcast, inviting you to listen to the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast, brought to you by C. Ruth Taylor, best-selling in the author and the Caribbean's most trusted voice on entrepreneurship. Tune in for inspiration, information, and innovation to write and win with books. Get ready to dominate entrepreneurship. Greetings, entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 74 of the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor, and this is a show that gives you the roadmap to take charge of your publishing with stories and strategies to dominate entrepreneurship. Coming up in today's show, we have a goodie for you. We're going to be helping you to understand what you need to do in hiring an editor or proofreader or other freelancers as you seek to publish your book independently. And today we're going to have Tamara Francis. If you've been listening to the podcast, she is the voice in our outro. And so today you are going to meet her. She is from Jamaica and uh, you're going to hear more about her in the introduction and uh, I'm looking forward to the tips and tricks that she will be sharing with us. Also in terms of my latest entrepreneurship venture I am going to be hosting a seminar with another author. It's called the Write and Retire Write Seminar and so I'm going to be talking more about that right after the break. So let's have a word from our sponsor, Bamboo Sparks. And when we come back, I'm going to discuss that. Your book is the perfect spark to get the fire going in your personal life, career, business, or ministry. Light that book spark today with Bamboo Sparks, a global independent publishing services and publishing education and training business for transformation. Bamboo Sparks will take you from manuscript to market faster than you thought possible and even manage the process for you. Check out their three main offerings, the self-publishing spark, the rocket writing spark, and their Bamboo Sparks done-for-you management deals for authors in the Caribbean and the diaspora. Discover how Bamboo Sparks can help you to publish and leverage your book to grow 90 feet tall at bamboosparks.com, and that's bamboo with a U. All right, welcome back. So what's the latest in my entrepreneurship ventures? I was telling you before the break that 
I am having a seminar. It's going to be held at the University of Technology in the conference room at the Faculty of Engineering and Computing at 3 p.m. Jamaica time on October 13. It's going to be streamed on my YouTube channel, Authorpreneur Secrets. That's C. Ruth Taylor's Authorpreneur Secrets YouTube channel. We're going to be looking at secrets to write, earn, and enjoy your retirement years. And it is based on my book, Write and Retire Right. And my co-presenters will be Patricia Reed Waugh. And she is going to be sharing insights from her book, Retirement, The Journey and the Destination. And we're going to have a financial advisor, Wendy Salmon, who will be helping us in terms of financial freedom plans for retirement. And then my book, Write and Retire, Write Secrets to Write Nonfiction, Fast and Create Sustainable Income for Retirement will also be on display. So I want to encourage you to buy the books. The books are available online on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you name it. And my book is also in audiobook format. So if you go to extramileja.com slash write and retire write kit, you'll be able to order directly and get more information. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. Speaking of audio, I did the audio for the book Penny to Win It, Going Beyond Book Sales. This book captures my philosophy of writing and entrepreneurship and how we need to leverage books and not just sell books. And it is on my YouTube channel and you can go and listen to it. So that was released on Monday, September 19, 2022. And you can go and listen and share it. Having listened, can you just send me feedback, email me or post a comment on YouTube and let me know what you think of it. This one for the time being, will not be going on Audible or those platforms. <laughs> so the book basically tackles the objections people have about writing, that people are not reading, books are not selling, and you're trying to shift your perspective to say it's not just about selling. Understand the power of a book and how you can monetize and leverage your book. If you write it, you can speak it, you can teach it. And you can create financial freedom faster when you leverage the book instead of just only focusing on book sales. And it also goes a little into how to write and retire right. And it touches on money management. That's it as it relates to my latest entrepreneurship venture. Let's get into the interview without further ado. We are continuing to showcase our approved publishing services providers. And today I'm excited about the publishing service provider that I am about to introduce. If you have been listening to my podcast, she is the voice at the end of the podcast each episode. And she also was part of my publishing team for my first book. And so I believe that God has connected us and I'm excited to have this talk today with my friend, Tamara Francis. She's from Jamaica and is an educator, editor, proofreader, book formatter, and voiceover artist for over 15 years. She's a jack of all trades, right? 
Like myself, she's a trained teacher. She has taught English language, English literature, Spanish, and English as a second language, as well as adult literacy. Tamara's heart for people, love of service, and belief in volunteerism led her to accept God's call to engage in missions for many years, both locally in Jamaica with the Jamaica Baptist Union Mission Agency and overseas with Operation Mobilization, where she served in 30 countries. And that's another thing that we both have in common. We both served with Operation Mobilization. Tamara is the editor of the children's publications at Caribbean Christian Publications, where she has edited and proofread hundreds of manuscripts, including Sunday School, and vacation Bible school material. Currently, she also works with new authors and she has edited a number of books for me. Her editing is across genres. So she does uh, works of fiction and nonfiction and she formats them as well. And she does poetry and she's able to edit both in English and Jamaican language. At one point, Tamara was a broadcaster. She hosted a program on the Breath of Change TVC radio in Jamaica. And she has also narrated many documentaries for OM Ships. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Tammy. <laughs> Thanks, Kamika. Nice to be here. It's, it's a pleasure to have you. So we have heard from your bio that you're eminently qualified, but let's go back a bit. What led you on this path to education and books? How did it all begin for you? Well, in, for education, it was, I don't know, I just always wanted to be in education from I was a, a child. I changed at one point and decided to do accounting, to study accounting, but then I realized it was not for me. I didn't have the satisfaction I felt dealing with numbers as I do dealing with words. <laughs> so I, um, and language, so I, I went back to, to education, um, went to teacher's college, but the main inspiration and influence for that was my mom. She was a teacher and a principal. I think I developed the love from her. Another thing was that most times when we got gifts, it was books, you know, so we were a family who read alone and together. And so I think that developed something in me for, for teaching others and reading and the value of language and words. And then I moved from that into the area of publishing. Also, my mother did that as well. <laughs> And so the, she was an influence there as well. But it was more because I was encouraged to do so. To use the, the, what I had learned as a teacher. And just, you know, the truth is, I found myself sometimes reading. I don't know if other people have this experience, but sometimes you're reading a book and you're kind of correcting it in your head. Or you're reading something somebody else, right? I'm not sure if I should say that, you know, and so on. And so... Um, Friends and family thought that it was something that I, I could do. And, and I considered it because, you know, instead of critiquing, let's help, help people to, to put out their books at a certain quality. So it all came together. I love that. And uh, that is one way you can 
decipher if proofreading or editing is for you. If you find yourself reading books and thinking, you know, I would have said this better or I would have said this another way. That to me is a sign that you have an eagle eye and you have a knack for proofreading and editing. So yes, uh, that comment is <laughs> valid. <laughs> so Tammy, as uh, an author looking for a proofreader, formatter, voiceover person, or just anybody that you're going to hire. Because very often when we are paying to publish and we're just starting out as self-published authors or independent authors, we don't have the cash. So we want to go to Fiverr or Upwork or other places where we can find some affordable options. And then when we get there, we see a sea <laughs> of freelancers to choose from. Let's take it bit by bit. What are the things that we ought to look for when we seek to hire persons with skills such as yours and other freelancers to get our book published or to assist in any of those areas that we need as part of the publishing process? First of all, what do you know? Where is the level of knowledge? You know, you have written a book or you have written some parts of a book. What kind of editing do you need? Do you know? Are you aware of the different types of editing? Have you done any research? Have you asked somebody for guidance in that area? Try to have some kind of, you're not going to know everything enough because that's why you're hiring other people. But just so you can at least have a conversation with the person you're hiring or seeking to hire to let them know, okay, this is what I know, this is what I don't know. This might be what I need, that sort of thing. Because there are different types of editing and, and you know, it's good, so it's good for the author to know, okay, maybe this one needs, I, I only have a few paragraphs, but I want somebody to look at it before I write the rest. So that would be more of a developmental type of editing. Or I just need basic punctuation. I had somebody do a deep edit before. Now I do, I need a proofreader, you know, that sort of thing. Where are you in the process? And one other thing, and this is very important, how sentimental or how attached are you to what you have written, right? And I think you know that as an author too. How attached are you to what you have written? This is good to ask yourself because you have to be open. You have to be open to critique, to corrections, to questions that we might be asking, editors, whoever might be asking, encouraging you to make certain amendments because a good editor would want to review your work in a manner that will help you communicate better while maintaining your voice. So it's not that we're trying to take away who you are from the page or, or even your style or you, your unique voice, because everybody has their voice, although it's print. We're not trying to take that away. We're just trying to help you produce better work to have better results. And so you want to look for an editor who will work with you but you also want to be open and be flexible and be open to receiving the kind of correction that an honest editor will give, a thorough editor will give, yes? And so just be open about that. Don't take it personally. It's not personal. It's not an attack against you or your writing or your capabilities or your gift, but we're just trying to help you move it along and have it published at a particular standard. Another thing is, don't think that because you are good at grammar 
And, you know, you might have been spelling bee champion sometime in school or so you're good at grammar and spelling, that you're okay. You are not okay. You have been working with the same document for weeks, days, maybe months or years even for some, and you need that pair of fresh eyes. You always need somebody else to look and to see what you might not have picked up because you have been there with this, this manuscript all along. When you're looking at something for too long, you miss things. And there's always another way or something to improve, something to help you communicate better. And so look for that person, that person who is willing to help you with that. So don't think, oh, I, I'm good at grammar. Nobody can tell me I didn't miss anything and you put it out. You know, have that pair of fresh eyes. Good for you if they don't find much. Still have another pair of eyes. Look at it. Don't be afraid to ask questions, especially at the beginning. We won't get annoyed. Just ask the questions that you need to and be honest. Be honest about your knowledge. Be honest about where you are in the process. Be honest about what your vision is, what you, what you want the result to be, and so that you can work together and so you can understand exactly. You both, both parties will understand exactly where this needs to go. Those are just a few things, a few tips, a few things I would say persons who are seeking to hire need to, need to think of. Thank you. And so that covered a lot of the editing. And I love it because yeah. we as authors are very sensitive. I remember the first time my pastor's wife looked at my manuscript and she asked me to shift a chapter or two and to rework some things. And she made a very important observation that I needed to insert something in it, which in Hindsight, I'm glad I listened to her because it could have affected my reputation adversely. But I didn't see that because, as you said, when you're seeing the work, after right. a while, you lose the objectivity and uh, right. you don't see what you need to see. But in terms of, say, I go on Upwork or Fiverr and uh, mm -hmm. I see these different freelancers, what yes. should I look for before hiring one of them okay you want to look at pricing because you have a budget and you want to see if it fits into your budget look at the reviews these websites usually have reviews from persons with whom they have worked look at samples look at the type of material that they have worked with if if that is your genre or you know what you have done if you trust that person to do so and that sort of thing those are just a few so don't forget to test. You can ask for a sample voiceover. Have them narrate a small portion of your book because you want to know if their voice is right for, for your project, if their enunciation is right for your project. If it's the formatting as well, you when looking at their work will, will help you, but more so for editing and proofing, you could you could ask them to edit the first thousand words or uh, 1500 words and you pay them and then you decide if you want to give them the full project so that's my additional tip in addition to the very valuable information that Tamara has shared now in terms of timelines and you've done several aspects of the publishing process so so let's take it a, a, a bit by bit how long is the editing on average, depending on the type of editing. If, if you are formatting a book, 
how long is the process? I think that is important for the authors who are listening. If you can give an average and take it bit by bit in terms of the services that you offer. Okay, well, that depends on the number of words, the number of pages, and so on. For 100 pages, that would be 7 to 10 days. This is for proofreading, though, not deep editing. You would get that, you can get a, a turnaround time, a delivery time of a week to a week and a half. And so it does depend on the number, the type of book. If the book has more text, less graphics, you know, that sort of thing. If it's a children's book versus content for adults, that sort of thing. So it, it is dependent on the number of words and the number of pages, the amount of graphics that, and so on. For formatting, for me, I start at seven days because you want to give the author maybe samples, different samples, different ideas of what they would like. And sometimes they're not quite sure yet until they see it in, in its entirety to know exactly how they want the layout to be done and so on. Because formatting is not just about resizing and so on. It's the layout of each page and, you know, you go page by page and so on. It is a one-week delivery time generally. And, and all these Kamika are just starting points though. As I said, it does depend on the length, the time, the graphics, the number of words, number of pages, and the needs of the author. Awesome. That is so important. And I ask you for timelines because one of my pet peeves is that self-published authors rush the process. And so they yes, want yes. their books to be published in a month. No, you may have heard about authors who are publishing a book a month, but they are not new and they have a whole team so they begin they have a production line and they have their timetable and things that they put out way in advance and it's not like everything they give them at once so you have to be careful so even in the editing there will be revision and rewriting expect that so don't think that once you've written it and presented it to the editor that your work is done be prepared to rewrite. Yes. I, I agree with Tammy on average five to seven days. If you want it earlier, then you're going to have to pay express price and understand that you're not the only person that the, the freelancer is working with. So I appeal to authors to set realistic timelines because especially with editing, they're going back and forth and the formatting, it has to be proofed. So they may present the first draft to you in the first five to seven days. The work is not done. You now have to go back through that. Do what we call author correction notes. Send it back <laughs> to the formatter and they have to keep fixing that. And that process, depending on how fast you go through the thing, can sometimes take another week or two or it can be days. So the aim is for you to set realistic timelines and have proper expectations for the process. On average though, Tammy, you don't have to give us your price, but on average, what are we looking at in terms of costing for these services? For a deep edit, publishing houses in particular, will start at 750 per page for a substantive editing. For formatting, a book of about, let's say 80 to 100 pages, can start, and that is start, and it because it's dependent, can start at, say, 
85 US dollars. All right. So, so there you have it. You will find when you search the internet that very often it is done in word count. And at Bamboo yes. Sparks, we use word count. And if you want to convert word count to pages, a page is about 300 to 350 words on average. So you can yes. make the conversion there. So yes. on average, if you're looking at word count, it's depending on who you're working with. Like for copy editing is between 10 and $25 per 1,000 words this is us dollars we're talking now and sometimes you will see that the costing per word you might see 0 0.08 cents per word so we just mm -hmm. want to give you an idea so you can navigate the space for developmental editing which is the most expensive editing you may hear it called structural editing some people call it content editing and you hear tammy saying deep editing that is often done in many cases per hour. Yes. So sometimes you're looking at 30 to $50 per hour. It's the most important edit because it deals with the structure to see if everything is in place, the character, the plot, and for nonfiction, if the thing is flowing as it should to match the message and that kind of thing. This is not where you would make the red marks or the track changes. So we want you just to be aware of what you should look for in hiring. And as we close this interview, Tammy, what are some of the challenges perhaps you've had with authors and maybe some tips you can give them to make the process of working with your freelancer smoother? Okay, well, in terms of challenges, it's some of the challenges I thought about why I gave some of the earlier tips, for example, having that first conversation and be honest about where you are. Because I've had challenges with authors who, let's put it this way, I didn't know that they did not know <laughs> certain things until I was, you know, down in the process, along in the process. And then I was like, oh, they never know. And so there was a lot of back and forth, back and forth in terms of, okay, fix this. Oh, but I changed that. Oh, then you have to give them, in the middle of me editing, they were changing the writing. You know, that sort of thing. Now you're the author, it's up to you to change what you want to change, but you have to let me know that it is at this stage, I'm not yet finished with certain things, or let's talk about it, you know, along the way. I was looking at that paragraph, Let's move it here, that sort of thing. You have to let me know, let the editors, proofreaders, whoever you're working with know where you are, right? You really have to do that. It, 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 it's because for some people, there are some people who will help say, okay, well, I, you know, I gave the cost already, I'll help you with it. But it isn't fair and it wastes time. It should cost more. So, so let's just try to be fair to each other. So that, that's one of the challenges I have had. And it's, it has to do with what you have said several times is the unrealistic expectations. I've given the editor and that is it, I'm finished. No, remember when you go in and you put in the corrections, some things get moved down, some things get moved across, other things, words, letters might be deleted, other typos might have taken place while you were correcting on one page, the layouts kept this, and that's why the layout last week. But you know, that sort of thing. So remember, as Kamika said, you still would have to have a proofreader at the end. It's not finished once you get an editor. 
so you have to have realistic expectations. And that is one of the major problems I think I have had is the expectation and the assumptions that are made and the lack of information, not telling the editor what is going on, this is happening, this is how I'm feeling. I, I feel your pain, Tammy. I feel your pain because <laughs> like you, I have done, I have done every single part of this process. So I have done the cover design, I've done the formatting, I've done the editing, I, I have done the book description. I am capable of doing every single part of this process. And uh, there are times I have multiple people working on my stuff. And then at the end, I still cringe that there was an error because every time you correct something, let's deal with the, 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 the typos. Every time you correct something, there is room for error. Even in my yes. emails, I read it, but because I don't have the extra eye, a word is uh -huh. missing and, and it's not that you don't know better. And so you have to understand and come to the process with proper understanding. And listen, formatting also requires proofing because very often when you begin to format the book to make it look like a book, that is when... Yes, the author, it seems as if they're seeing it for the first time and they begin to rewrite, they shift and it seems as if it's a never ending process. They, I think you were the first person that said it to me. Uh, you cannot edit the manuscript to death. After a while, you have to get to a point where it's good enough and you will frustrate, let me use this term, you know, frustrate the hell out of your formatter. <laughs> And your editor, if you can't make up your mind, you can't keep rewriting and then you expect that the cost is going to stay the same. So I just went on a rant and we're having these things so that the publishing experience will be smoother as you work with the editors, formatters or whomever you're working with. Have realistic expectations, communicate and please do not rewrite the manuscript to death. <laughs> so thank you so much, Tammy. As we close out, how can we get in touch with you? I know they can find you through Bamboo Sparks or Publishing Skills Center, but you work elsewhere. So where can we find you to get your services? For right now, as I work on my website and so on, as we speak, you can find me for now on WhatsApp, by phone, by email. So you can call 876-566-0446 and you will get me, you can WhatsApp me there. I do take phone calls, but if you don't get an answer, just shoot me a message and I'll get back to you in good time and just let me know exactly what it's about. And you can email francistammy166 at gmail.com. That's F-R-A-N-C-I-S. T-A-M-I-166 at gmail.com. I'm also on Fiverr and Upwork. On Fiverr, it's Annie F. On Upwork, it's Tamara Francis. Thank you so much, Tamara. I trust that you enjoyed what you heard and it was insightful. And now you're in a better position to know what to do when hiring freelancers to assist you 
on your publishing journey. This is Ruth Taylor saying, thanks for listening. Share this episode with a friend. Ta for now, until next time. I'm Tamara Francis, educator and editor. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. If you'd like to increase your impact and income with books, visit authorpreneursecrets.com for more resources, including the books, Can It to Win It, and Authorpreneur Secrets. Join the Authorpreneur Secrets Academy membership group for courses, coaching, and community support to write, publish, and win with books. Until next time, go pen it to win it.